From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, October 14th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Some medical problems, but mostly a clean bill of health for the 33 rescued miners in northern Chile. We're going to get an update, and we'll have a conversation with Islamic scholar Tariq Ramadan. He says moderate Muslims have to do more to make themselves heard, especially after acts of terrorism. For the Muslims at the grassroots level, it's really important at the local level to be quite clear on the fact that this violence is not only non-Islamic, it's anti-Islamic, it's not us. First, this news. BBC News with Ian Purden. President Sebastián Piñera of Chile has promised new legislation to prevent any repeat of the accident which left 33 miners trapped underground for more than two months. Speaking after meeting the miners who were brought to the surface on Wednesday, Mr Piñera said that new rules would mean that never again would people in Chile be allowed to work in such unsafe conditions. In the next days, In the next few days, we are going to announce to the country a new agreement with our workers so that our laws and our conditions are met. And this will mean a very radical change because we are going to put at the heart of our country's culture the respect for the lives, the safety, the dignity and the health of our workers. Doctors treating the miners say the majority are in surprisingly good health and that some may be released shortly. At a stadium in southern Lebanon, the Iranian president Mahmoud Ahmadinejad has told a huge rally of Hezbollah supporters that Lebanon's resistance had proved itself stronger than all Israel's weapons. Our Middle East editor Jeremy Bowen sent this report from the rally in the town of Bint Jabal. This place was chosen for the final rally of the Iranian president's visit because for Hezbollah and its backers in Tehran, it's a deeply symbolic part of their struggle with Israel. During the 2006 war, a well-planned defensive operation by Hezbollah fighters in Bintishbel stopped the Israeli invaders capturing and holding the town, even though they were barely across their own border wire. President Ahmadinejad's presence here on the Israeli border and in Beirut too has been condemned by the Americans. They said he was continuing his provocative ways. Israel said it was confirmation that Lebanon had become an Iranian protectorate. Record numbers of homes are being repossessed in the United States amid a continuing debate on whether lenders are properly managing the process of foreclosure. A company tracking foreclosure says U.S. banks repossessed more than 100,000 properties last month, the highest monthly number since the beginning of the subprime mortgage crisis two years ago. Senior U.S. legal officials are calling for an investigation into how foreclosures are being handled amid reports that many lenders repossessed homes without giving proper consideration to individual cases. Figures released by the American Department of Commerce show the United States' politically sensitive trade imbalance with China has reached an all-time high. The U.S. trade deficit widened sharply overall in August, pushed by imports from China that outweighed exports to China by a record $28 billion. The Commonwealth Games in Delhi have ended with a spectacular closing ceremony featuring the formal handover of the Commonwealth Games flag to the Scottish city of Glasgow. It will host the next tournament in 2014. World News from the BBC. 
The BBC has obtained unusually direct testimony about a political assassination in the Democratic Republic of Congo, allegedly committed by soldiers loyal to a militia leader wanted by the International Criminal Court. An anonymous source said he was speaking on a mobile phone to the deceased man just before he was shot dead. Here's Mark Doyle. Political killings are frequent in eastern Congo, but convincing, detailed accounts are rare. My source said an associate of his, a senior army officer, was driving to a nightclub with men loyal to the militia leader, Bosco Taganda. The officer phoned my source from inside the car and then left the line open. The officer said, Why are you taking me to Bosco's house? I know you want to kill me. Minutes later, he was dead. The International Criminal Court has declared...